EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people Names, who characters, are... places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons, living or dead, is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Bonnie. That, folks, obviously was my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Bonnie DeForest, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and myself, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we feature all new comedy sketches, plus the music of Thoughts as Devices. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, help! I don't know what to eat. I keep reading what I can and cannot eat, but now I'm so confused. I've tried slimming shakes, protein bars, low-fat, light, whole-grain, gluten-free, vegan, all-protein, short of wearing my mouth shut diets, and I'm still gaining weight. I have eaten once a day, six times, three times, but nothing works. It doesn't matter if I walk or if I sit. The calories are piling up, taking over my life. I am out of control, berserk, ready to wave a white flag and jump into the middle of an eight-layer chocolate decadent cake. What am I doing wrong? My doctors tell me I'm fine the way I am, but I know they are lying. Lying! I'll never be skinny. Never, never, never. Tell me what to do, Granny Anna. I am stuck at 5 feet 10 inches at 124 porco pounds. Show me the way. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. Dear sick, how delightful. Starving yourself into a lovely coffin. My dear, you are seeing the wrong kind of doctor. What you need is a good psychiatrist specializing in eating disorders and a dietitian. Your weight is just fine, dear. It's your mental image that needs a reality check. We unfortunately see ourselves in distorted ways, sometimes reaching back to our childhood where we still try to live up to certain family members' expectations. My advice to you, and anyone really, is to avoid the so-called diet foods. Eat wholesome, 
unprocessed products that are found in the parameters of your grocery store. Avoid the middle aisles. They are full of falsely marketed garbage, deliberately trying to confuse us into spending money for the promise of perfection. Hopefully, one day you'll learn to shed the victim mentality and grow into a more confident human being. Good luck to you, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada. We love our parents. We know we can't kill them. So that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals. Do you think these shorts are too short? No, of course not. Believe me, if they were too short, I tell you, I protect the integrity of my wife. Why, I expect no less, dear. Thank you. It's just, I feel self-conscious. Well, you shouldn't. You lost a lot of weight, hon. You look great. Well, not that you didn't look great before. <laughs> you know. <laughs> nice cover. Hey, you never be too careful. Oh, my gosh! This place looks so dangerous. It's not dangerous at all, Mother Ruth. It's a marina. It has very big boats. And look at that huge machine! That machine hauls the boats in and out of the water. Well, it looks dangerous. So, Howard, when are we going out? I just filled the tank up with gas, so when we're all aboard the boat, we'll be ready to launch. Well then, let's go. Let's get this boating over with already. I don't want to go. We drove over an hour to get here and go boating, Ruth. Either stay in the car or get in that contraption. Fine, fine. You don't have to be so rude. Do you want me to get the lines, honey? As soon as I start the engine. What are you doing, Stanley? What does it look like I'm doing? I'm helping Howard with the rope. You stay in the boat, Stanley. I don't want you falling in. No one's going to fall in, Ma. We've done this hundreds of times. Your father is going to fall in. I know it. Stanley, no! Ruth, will you stop yelling? You almost made me fall in. No one at the marina is yelling. Tell your parents to stop making a scene or they're going to have to leave. Ah, Dad, please. You're making a scene. This is embarrassing. You're an idiot. I'm not yelling. I'm telling your crazy mother to shut her trap. You take that back, Stanley. I'm just scared you'll fall in. Alice, I've started the motor. Oh, gosh. Coming, Howard. Please, stop it, you two. Get the back line. Oh, she's going to fall in. Please, Mother Ruth, be quiet. You have to concentrate. What did he say to me? He said, shut your trap, Ruth. Good, Alice. The wind's blowing the back of the boat away from the dock. You have to jump on the front. Okay. It's a good thing I lost all this weight. I wouldn't have been able to do this. Ah! Oh, my God! She's hanging off the boat! What in the world? My leg got caught in the railing. Ow! Hang on. Hang on. She's going to fall in my baby. Stanley, get her to pipe down, will you? Shut up, Ruth! Am I the only one who cares? Am I the only one who sees my daughter hanging off the side of the boat fighting for her life? How can the two of you be so worthless? Hang on, honey. I'm doing the best I can, Howard. I'm edging the boat towards the dock. Hurry up. I'm starting to lose my grip. Oh, my 
Ruth, so help me, I'm gonna clobber you if you don't pipe down. Okay, honey, I'm by the dock now. Slowly lower yourself and sit down. Okay. All right, I'm good. All's fine. I'm good. Is she alive? Yes. Yes, you can stop crying now. Howard, why are you turning off the engine? I'm good. You don't have to abort our plans. Uh, you know, I'm glad you're okay, honey, but frankly, I don't have the stomach to go boating today. But we had If you a- want to find me, I'll be at the bar. What's wrong with him? You're all idiots, you know that? Hey, Howard, wait up. Let's get plastered, son. This day may have potential yet. And so our saga ends again for now. But join us next time for The Dysfunctionals. I'm very happy to have our two guests on our show today, two out of three band members from the band called Thoughts as Devices. We'd like to welcome Mike Burrell and Greg D'Angelo to our show. Phil McGovern, the third band member, had to, well, he has to support these two guys. So tell me a little bit about the background. How did you get together what is the story behind Thoughts as Devices? We weren't like nonstop together. Like Greg would be in several projects, I'd be in several projects, and when we had time, we would get together. Then one day we'd decide, oh, you want to do this more regularly? Which I can't even remember when that was. Yeah, I can't remember when that was. <laughs> you play the drums. Mike, you play? I play uh, the dry guitar. The dry guitar. Which is... Uh, regular guitar with no effects except i have an octave pedal that makes it sound like bass but i don't do too many effects usually and phil plays the wet guitar or just lead guitar what genre do you use in your band i mean if you had a class classified under one specific category it would be alternative but if you're talking about what our influences are it's a bunch i learned how to play drums from queen so uh, i think it was roger taylor so he was yep. my first influence. Then I moved to the Dave Matthews Band, and then Carter Buford was my main influence. And then a few years later, Buddy Rich. So I, I like jazz a lot. I also like the independent drummers like Dennis Chambers, Jojo Mayer. So kind of like funk, and then you have some drum and bass there. So I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, my influences back when I was young in Long Island, uh, when I was a toddler up to, you know, seven or eight, my mother listened to Motown. She may have had uh, a lot of R&B and Soul Train sort of things, but also maybe a couple Beatles records, uh, uh, Elvis Presley and a few other things and a lot of gospel. And then when I got to Vestal and started hearing FM radio up here in Binghamton, New York, which oddly enough, is sometimes very similar to the way it was way back when, but that's a different topic. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I was very into Paul McCartney and Wings and Stevie Wonder, Prince, Michael Jackson, the Beatles. And then when I became a teenager, I started getting into alternative music and rock, like, you know, some 
Pink Floyd, Echo and the Bunnymen, Kate Bush, The Cure, R.E.M., stuff like that. And then as I got even older, instead of just growing old gracefully, I started getting into electronica and drum and bass and, you know, uh, dubstep, all sorts of stuff as, as you get going, just to keep fresh and not sound old and dry and boring. The first song that we're going to be hearing is called Personality D. I love the title of this, Personality D. Tell me a little background about it. What made you write this song? Well, that's kind of like a power pop influence song, like one melodically that might be influenced by Paul McCartney and Wings, Jellyfish, or Weezer, or those sort of bands that have interesting, the craze, they have interesting ways of putting uh, melody together. The Beatles did it kind of, where it was kind of happy and sad and weird mixed together, I guess, for the time. But it was it's a song based on not the disorder personality D, but... Uh, like a question, which personality are gonna are you gonna use today? And and I have some friends that have gone through uh, depression or self doubt and things like that. And sometimes when you hang out with them alone, they're really strong and assertive and really funny. And then when they're around other people or have a challenge before them, they tend to kind of duck back and and kind of give up. So the song is kind of based on being into that aspect of the personality of the person that's strongest and at the same time the other meaning is is it's weird being in relationships with people you barely know but you have no choice but to go into these relationships you're kind of dragged into them as our video shows on youtube for the song you kind of get dragged into these relationships that you're not sure about but you have no choice but to go into them and so a lyric from the song says i don't know why i trust you but somehow you understand me. It's a combination of those friends talking to us that we're trying to support and a combination of that with us not being so sure of all the weird relationships around us, but you're human and you need them. So it just depends on what personality is going to be used, the public one or the home one. And that's what that song's about, a rock power pop sort of song.
to hear the rest of this show, download our new KB Cabaret app. There you will be able to hear all of our new shows, our archive shows, and find the multitude of recipes that our chef extraordinaire has created just for you. You will find our app on Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, or Burberry. Just search for KB Cabaret. That's K B K A B A R E T. We love having you stop by, and thank you for listening to KB Cabaret.